Hello and welcome everybody to episode 129 of today's news tonight. This is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by our special or by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our amazing YouTube audience to discuss today's gaming news. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined by my very good friend and GVG co-founder Derek Bittner, uh, who is not on camera right now. There's some technical difficulties going on, uh, but we also have our very special guest, Catherine of the Charity Room, uh, who is also our deep dive guest for Shin Megami Tensei Five recently. Catherine, how's it going? It's going pretty well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> good chatting with you both. It's it's our pleasure. It's nice to see you again. I don't think I've seen you yeah. since PAX East maybe two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, 2019. That was like the last right. big thing I did with people <laughs> yeah. in a while. Yeah. I know, right? I was lucky <laughs> enough to sneak into PAX East 2020 and somehow dodge all the bullets. I didn't get anything, thankfully. Oh, but it was, was 2020, yes. Start. Yeah. Oh, did, did I see you at 2020? Okay, cool. I think so. Yeah, sure that, that was like... Party. Oh, right. She, she says, she party. says party. Did you make it to but the I, I remember party, a bunch but you of were us... around. Yeah. We we all went down to like the seaport to get food. Okay. Mm. Right, right, right. Um, I'm sure everyone, everyone has noticed by now that Steve is not here with us today. Don't worry. He's fine. He's safe. He's healthy. Uh, but he is already in, in Seattle or in Washington, I should say, for PAX. So I'm leaving early tomorrow morning, but Steve is already in Washington. So that's why he's not with us today. And he doesn't but have he good internet back. where he's at right now. So this is why I'm exactly. hosting. And it also decided to be a day where my uh, all these methods I typically have to pick up my camera decided not to work. So that's fun. Good times indeed. Yeah, it's obviously been a little bit touch and go here in the technical side of things. We really appreciate your patience. But yes, uh, we don't exactly know what, t what uh, TNT is going to look like on Friday. But Steve and I will be together uh, starting tomorrow for PAX, along with Brandon and Nighttide. We're going to be just covering PAX as a team, doing some fun GVG After Dark streams. We wish Derek could be there, but, you know, Derek's got his family to take care of, and so we're going to have a good time either way. Hopefully you can join us next year, man, for E3 and, and such, assuming it's all happening in person. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, exactly. But, yeah, yeah. Uh... How, I, I, I'm glad you've been doing well, Catherine, because, I mean, you saved my butt. I don't know. I know nothing about SMT, so it's like I, only the Persona stuff. And uh, when you kind of offered it up, I'm like, you know, let's go for it. And you did. I, I mean, was, from what I can tell, uh, everybody enjoyed your uh, your analysis, your deep dive. So that was awesome. I'm really, I'm really glad. It was a lot of fun doing it. And I definitely learned things as I was doing it, like looking nice. stuff up. But like, what's been done before? What, like is the history of this. And I mean, Derek, you did a fantastic work with all the editing. Like mm -hmm. that was all you, Thank you, <laughs> you had to find images. <laughs> to I learned so <laughs> much about God, SMT yeah. doing that analysis, uh, <laughs> editing, yeah. like my God, like we, we actually planned to do one on the story trailer that came out basically as soon as we posted that. Oh my God. But gosh. then, I mean, kind of happy news. You're in your place. You got your new place. So yeah, it was, a, it was sort of a confluence of they did the story trailer, then they did another trailer, like a week, like right when I had finished drafting a mm -hmm. thing about this this first story trailer, they then posted a bunch of stuff that like, oh, these are all the characters' names, this is all the information about the characters, this one's like so and so's sister, and I was like, well, that just made half my script obsolete, <laughs> and then it, that is big charity the room worst event, feeling. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> So but it's been really, it's been really good for fans. Like Atlas has been continuing to do the Daily Demons showcase. I I think they're going to show all the demons nice. between now oh, wow. and the game release. So all of them, 
Oh, wow. Okay. That's think so. crazy. Did you see, yeah. I, it, I was on Monday and there wasn't a whole lot going on. I considered it when you, you might've been our guest on Monday. Um, but, uh, did you see that it became for the first time ever the most wanted game in Japan on the Famicom most wanted? Like really? it actually topped everything in SMT five topped the list. Wow. Awesome. I was not aware of that. That's cool. So maybe this will be the breakthrough for SMT. We don't know. I really right. hope so. Here's really hoping. Hope so. I thought the story for Shin Megami Tensei four, I didn't play it, but I, I localized the art book for it for Udon. Oh, and yeah. I thought the story for Shin Megami Tensei four was really cool. It, it was, it was Shin Megami Tensei four was the first mainline game I played and it, it got me really into the mm-hmm. series. Um, it's a really good story and it's, very interesting how much of that game is sort of parallels the SMT one. Um, right, right. Hmm. Um, it kicked my well, ass and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, it kicked my ass. Much... I, just, I just never stopped. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. You 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 stuck it out. <laughs> um, before we get too much further in, we do have a new sponsor for Wednesdays now. Uh, th- today's episode is sponsored by Freyhem. Freyhem, thank you so much. Uh, for your incredibly generous sponsorship of the show. Uh, and Freyham would like you to know about Neves Gaming, who are a, a funny group of content creators who play video games uh, like Seven Days to Die, Ark Survival of Ford, uh, <laughs> Ark Survival Evolved, and Raft. Uh, but sadly, one of uh, Neves Gaming's cast members uh, by the name of Thick44 uh, got diagnosed with a brain tumor two months oh, ago. Uh, and unfortunately, after the doctors extracted the tumor, it turns out it was actually cancerous. Uh, so he's not technically out of the woods yet, and more treatment is needed. Uh, so Freyham would like to, su- to suggest that you support their channel and their Patreon uh, so that Thick44 will get the treatment uh, that he needs and be cured. So please so. go check out yeah. Needs Gaming on YouTube and on Patreon. I'm going to drop links uh, in the chat right now. Let me do that. And just dropping the Patreon link. And we also do have uh, a link to both Neebs Gaming's YouTube and Patreon in the description below as well. So if you're watching uh, this after the fact, then uh, you know you can find it down there as well. I just posted in the chat, everybody. Please go check them out. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Derek, if you could pin that, I'd super appreciate it. Yeah. And, as soon um, as I see it, I'll, yeah. I'll pin so, it. Thank you so much again, Freyham, for sponsoring the show. And like I said, everybody, please go check out Neves Gaming uh, on YouTube and Patreon. And, uh, you know, send all the good vibes you have to Thick44. We hope uh, his treatment goes as well as possible and uh, that they get the support they need to get the treatment. So thank you again, Freyham, for that. Uh, And uh, before we get started with the news, we do have a couple of super chats to read out. Uh, First is Thomas Nerds Out with $10. Saying as awesome as Game Boy and Game Boy Color Online sounds, I highly doubt we'll get it given Nintendo's track record on legacy content. <laughs> and if we do get it, it'll only be, only be a handful of games that we've already seen before. Uh, well, Thomas, thank you so much. And you're probably right, <laughs> I, I would say. Uh, and of course, this is uh, talking about a new story that we haven't actually started covering yet. But I would say <clears throat> check your expectations. You know, where Nintendo's concerned, don't necessarily expect Game Boy and Game Boy Color. And if you do, I agree with you, Thomas it's probably not going to be the most amazing lineup of games we've ever seen. We, we might get some weird ones <laughs> like me. we got from SN, for NES and SNES, though, like ones we might not have thought to get. Like it won't, I don't think we'll get the usual suspects. It'll be like, oh, this weird Game Boy game that nobody's ever heard of and can check out. That might be something, but again, we can get into it when we right. get to the actual story. <clears throat> right. Sorry, everybody. I'm having like a, an itch in my throat. Next is... <laughs> 
$10 from Zora saying, getting absolutely screwed by this storm. Just got power back after an hour. Wishing everyone else affected by it the best and to stay safe out there. Well, absolutely. Everybody being affected by the storm going on right now, please stay safe. Uh, you know, we're sending you every all the, the good, safe vibes we have. And Zora, that goes for you as well. Please stay safe and uh, and secure out there. Thank you so much for the donation. There, there was and... actually a tree fell near us. I was telling you about this, Ash. <laughs> like Amy and I were in the oh uh, right in the. Um, right. I was in my office. She was in the bedroom, and as uh, this crazy storm was going on, and as we were just sitting there, all of a sudden we felt this almost like a wave go through the house, like it just like a rumble that just sort of. I, I can't even think. It's just rolled through the house. Like you almost felt like yourself go up and go down. It's like, did an earthquake just happen? Like what just happened? <laughs> like how bad is this thunder? And then the next day we found out that a huge tree happened to fall, landed across somebody's um, fence, Jeez. hit somebody's back deck, tore the siding off. Fortunately, it didn't seem like it did any massive damage the way it fell. Uh, thanks to the way the wind uh, was going. But, yeah, basically it felt like an earthquake. And we're like, uh, is the house okay? And fortunately, we're, we're all fine. But it's just like, geez, that was a heck of a storm. So be safe, everyone. I'm just glad you're okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I mentioned uh, my parents had had part of a tree, like part of an oak tree fall on their house. And it completely, totally screwed up their roof. And so mm-hmm. I know how damaging that can be. So I'm glad it didn't actually hit your house, man. Yeah, same. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, next up, we have a uh, $4.99 from Squire underscore saying, good to see you, Catherine. Could we could we see BSC's Lewis as a future guest? May not always be here or donating. Money's tight, but keep up the work you lot. So BSC, of course, Brain Scratch comms. And I'm ta- Derek, I know you know them better than I do, but I'd be totally fine with that if yeah. you know, we can get them on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I don't. The funny thing is, Catherine, I don't, you're not actually fully associated with uh, BSC. You may mainly just hang out with Ted. <laughs> yeah, no, we just right. Dragon Quest buddies, similar circles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for the for the recommendation, Squire. We'll certainly uh, yeah keep that in mind for sure. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. totally you know money money and financial safety first. We appreciate your donation, but never feel pressure to donate, especially Absolutely. if you you know have to worry about your own situation. That comes first. So we appreciate the donation and take care of yourself out out there. Thank you so much. And thank you for the kind words. We're going to do our best to keep it up. Thank you. Uh, Next is $4.99 from Screamo Shaman, who I just love saying that name, (laughs) saying beat Psychonauts 2 recently. It is game of the year material for sure. Also standing in solidarity with the streamers staying off of Twitch today. Yes, on all counts. I haven't played Psychonauts 2 myself, but I really want to. And I've heard nothing but amazing things. And yes, we also uh, stand in solidarity with the, you know the streamers on strike, uh, staying off of Twitch today as well uh, to kind of take a stand against Twitch's inaction when it comes to uh, you know hate raids and and hateful material and and yeah. So uh, thank you so much, Screamo Shaman. We agree with you. We are standing in solidarity as well. And uh, I really want to play Psychonauts too. So Me thank too. you so much. I know. I know you do too. Uh, and the next we have uh, five Australian dollars from Wayne Carruthers saying Neebs Gaming Crew is responsible for some old machinima animations like Apocalypse Lane and Dor- Dorlias and Associates. Hmm. I didn't know that. So that's really cool. Thank you for that uh, context, Wayne. I, was, I wasn't aware of that. And uh, as I said, you know, we are just sending them all the best vibes we have in terms of what's going on uh, with, I believe it's uh, Thick 44. Yes. So just sending them all the best vibes we have. And uh, we hope that he pulls through with no issues. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Wayne. And finally, we have $5 from Rec BCQ saying, finally back, my 
show went great and I can watch live again. So nice to be able to interact with you all again, even if Derek turned into a hedgehog. Well, thank you, Rec, and we're so happy to hear your show went well. And congratulations on that. We're happy to have you back in our live audience. That's awesome. And uh, Derek is, uh, you know, Derek looks good. He, he rocks the hedgehog look really well, I'd say. <laughs> I'm very I soft. think he rocks it. Yeah. Uh, and then a, another super chat just came in from Bongo Lover, five Canadian dollars, saying, been really busy lately and missed the last few TNTs. Glad to be back. Question for Catherine. Do, do you like Danimal yogurt? <laughs> if so, what's your flavor? No. <laughs> I forgot that. Like, I feel like that was definitely a thing when I was in, like, elementary school, but I don't remember ever uh -huh. having it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it. Same. I, yeah. Not good. <laughs> you said it wasn't good, Derek. You tried it on stream, and you said it was kind of gross, right? Oh, really? I mean, I had the, like, smoothie-type yogurt thing. I don't know about actual regular yogurt, but... Mm. <laughs> Um, I, I feel like I'm always put in a position of having to explain this weirdness. So, Catherine, the reason why Danimals is a thing is that, like, months ago now, we covered a story about Bongo the Danimals monkey being a crossover guest character in Sonic Dash, the mobile game. And it was just did a that, really Did that really happen? Story. That really happened. It actually did happen. It really happened. And I think the sheer weirdness has just kind of persisted and now turned into its own continuing GVG meme replete with its own lore and everything. So Danimals is like a thing that has okay. become associated with us. It's like, it's yeah. like that's a random question. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh God. Mwapi Malinga says Danimals plus bourbon shots. I feel like that is an, that is a recipe for oh, genuine disaster. Like gut yeah. disaster. <laughs> um, two Canadian dollars from Jared Helder saying, are you guys familiar with the healthy gamer? Uh, I'm not, not actually. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, but please, you know, feel free to let us know in the chat uh, more about them. And thank you for the donation. And uh, man, they just keep coming in. Also, five dollars from Titus Malvolio, uh, saying happy to finally be able to re up my pledge to EP after a few nice. months of unfortunate financial strain. Hope to see you guys at PAX on Saturday. Well, oh, awesome. Titus, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, and we're gonna be at PAX. Uh, let's certainly, you know, link up on Patreon and you know send, send some messages, and we'll figure out a way to meet up because we'd love to meet you. That's awesome. And Titus. Thank you so much for re-upping your pledge. But as I said before, too, uh, for the other Super Chat, you know, your own situation comes first. So just look out for yourself. And then, you know, of course, we appreciate anything you can do to support us. But we care about you so uh, and your well-being. So thank you so much, Titus. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and add you back onto our EP spread then. That's awesome. So I can read out your name today. All right. All right. Well, with that said, we've uh, covered a few Super Chats and uh, covered our sponsorship. So how about we move on to the news, y'all? Did I lose you guys? No, no, you're, you're good. But I can't give you a thumbs up. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I know. I, I wasn't, I got you. Okay, I thought maybe I lost you. Okay. No, I, I just so. can't give you the thumbs up to say, hey, we're good to go cool. to the next story because I am not on camera. <laughs> right, right. Okay, cool. So uh, now that we have that first news story up on screen, let's get right to it. And uh, that is, of course, one of our main stories of the day. And there are rumors that uh, Nintendo Switch Online is going to add Game Boy and Game Boy Color games soon. What does soon mean? Who knows? Is this even happening? Who knows? Uh, but the, the speculation, uh, this comes from Nintendo Everything, by, by the way. And this speculation ties in with a 2019 data, data mine in which four emulators were uncovered within the, the official NES Online Switch app. Uh, and one of those was called Hiyoko and is thought to be for Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. 
Uh, but today, this has all been supported by a YouTuber, YouTuber named Nate Drake, who I personally know, and, and uh, I, I, I would trust him. Um, and he mentioned on his Nate the Hate podcast, uh, which he, along with host MVG, who is a, another previous TNT guest, uh, discussed the possibility of Switch Online expanding to include Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Uh, and separately, Nintendo Life see, say they have heard their own rumors uh, from their own sources that this will be happening, quote-unquote, really soon. Uh, unfortunately, it does not seem as though Game Boy Advance is included in all this. It is strictly limited to Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Um, but that's where things stand now, and there have been rumblings of a potential Nintendo Direct for this month. So if that happens, then perhaps we'll see that, you know, Game Boy and Game Boy Color confirmed for Switch Online within that Direct. But, uh, Catherine, you're, you're our special guest today. Uh, if the, if this were to come to pass, what what Game Boy and Game Boy Color games would you like to see on the service? Gosh, that's I, when I saw this article, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I actually didn't play a lot of Game Boy Game oh, Boy really? Color games. Yeah, I really only got a Game Boy Color like Pokemon Yellow was <laughs> why I got yeah, it. <laughs> so okay. I really can't think of a lot. I'm the first thing that came to my mind me- is. Oh, go ahead. First thought came to your mind. The, the first thing that came to my mind is, can they put Kirby Tilt and Tumble on there? That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, it has the rumble and the motion controls, so that'd be cool if they could find a way to adapt it. Uh, I was I was about to say, I was like, I'm surprised you didn't say Demi Kids. Oh my gosh, yes. I oh, missed nice. that chance. Yes. Demi Kids. Mm-hmm. Watch, they would, uh, but they still won't give us SMT1 <laughs> <laughs> on the classic not. SNES. Uh, well, it is on the Japanese service, right? Didn't they? Yeah. Isn't it on? Yeah, but not here, of course. They didn't give it to us here, unfortunately. And they've, uh, they they have an English port sitting in the Atlas Vault. Who knows why? That's that's so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, young Ben Kenobi in our live audience patron chat says Oracle Games, Oracle Games, Oracle Games, and yes, yes, yes. I want to see both Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons, as well as the original version of Link's Awakening uh, and or Link's Awakening Deluxe, because you know what? The remake just wasn't as good. I said it. I've said it before. The remake's great, but I, I do think the definitive version of Link's Awakening is still the original, and uh, I would love to see any of those games come to this service. Um, I have to throw the obvious one out. Well, the obvious ones out there for me: Mega Man Four and Five. Obvious, you know, th- those are two mm-hmm. of the best Mega Man classic games ever. Uh, and Mega Man Three is pretty damn good. I mean, let's just throw all five of them on there. The first two aren't great. The second one sucks. But let's just get all five on there. But legitimately, four and five are two of the greatest Mega Man classic games on any system. So to have those playable, uh, especially Mega Man 5 with its Super Game Boy enhancements, to have those playable uh, in a potential Switch Online Game Boy, Game Boy Color service would be really cool. Uh, And I know John Cartwright, wherever you are out there, I don't know if you're listening, but I know you'll appreciate when I say this, Donkey Kong 94. Oh, yeah. have to be part of that lineup. What an amazing game. Derek, what about you? What would you like to see on there? I mean... Basically, let's get some Mario Land titles on there. Uh, I, honestly, I, I I grew up with the Donkey Kong Land games, so I'd love to see the Donkey Kong Land uh, one goes on there because I didn't have an SNES, so Land was my opportunity to play the country games, kind of. Um, nice. Other than that, um, I have to think of my Game Boy collection because uh, there's a wide variety, but there's also a lot of opportunities. Like somebody mentioned Final Fantasy Legends or Final Fantasy Adventure. We already have ways to play those thanks to the collection. So I don't think they'll end up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Top Dog mentions Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. That's a good choice. That's almost a, if it does That's come, a great one. that is definitely going to be there. Uh, oh, yeah. Sebastian Val- uh, Valenzuela, Kirby's Dreamland 1 and 2. That's Hell perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ooh, Kirby Pinball Land. Isn't Kirby Pinball Land on Game Boy? I want to say yes. I think it is. Something like I that. I believe it is. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you get classic Mario Golf and Mario Tennis on there with the RPG elements. There's there's some really good stuff. Yeah, Richard Herrera, Metal Gear uh, Ghost Babble. Um, oh, that's a good one. There, there's a lot of potential here. Uh, Catherine, Dragon Quest 1 and 2 and Dragon Quest 3. Uh, yeah. Game Boy versions. I Although think I, that's I, less likely because they just ported the, the Switch versions from iOS. True. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pokegeist, Pokemon TCG. That'd be amazing. That'd be so that good to have be. that. I doubt it because so they probably wanted to promote the recent one. But um, th- th- there's a I lot. I guess of... another one that could Good. be interesting is Gargoyles Quest Ooh, because yeah. um, Ooh, Demon's Cr- Demon's Crest was on in the SNES Classic. Yeah. So. Oh, Kid Icarus of uh, God of of was it Gods and Monsters or whatever it is uh, of, of Myths and Monsters. Of I was myths actually about monsters. to mention that one, and so did uh, Ditto in Kong Country. And oh, I, sorry. I live audience that. That. That's kind of the uh, that's kind of like the lost chapter of Kid Icarus, really. So. And I don't think even uh, even Uprising doesn't really mention it very much, uh, even though they mentioned the original a lot. So that would be kind of a cool little bit of history to have, uh, you know, to have playable again, even though I yeah. don't remember it being a particularly good game. Now, the, the thing is, even if this does come out to be true, how do you think this will increase the production pr- pipeline of giving new games? Because right now it's every three months. Probably they, not. Alternator, we just yeah. like, OK, now you can get one G- Game Boy game, one SNES game, and one NES game. That one, I think Enjoy. that's unfortunately what it, I think we'll probably just see it spread out even more thin. But that that does beg the question, though, if they eventually add like something like N64, they would have to up, you know, up the delivery at least a little bit because it's usually three games. Uh, you know, well, I guess sometimes, sometimes it's more. So who knows how they're going to approach it? Yeah, I don't know. I just hope this is real. I'd love to have, you know, have some Game Boy games playable on Switch Online. The ones we mentioned, of course. So. We'll see what happens, but uh, I, I do have a feeling that if there is a Nintendo Direct this month, I'm just going to go with it. I think this is gonna, this is real. Obviously, it's a rumor. We don't know for sure, but I'm just going to say I think it's going to happen if there's a Direct this month. Will it? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, before we move on to the next news story, we do have a few more, several more Super Chats, actually, so let's just get to these uh, fairly quickly. Uh, first is two Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover again, saying, I tried Danimals with chocolate ice cream. Yum! I will take your word for it. I I have not heard good things about Danimals from other people, but I'll take your word for it, man. Thank you. Uh, $2 also from Gladiator Loki saying, just wanted to say hi. Love these videos so much. Well, Gladiator Loki, thank you. Hi back. And thank you so much for the donation and for being in our audience and just hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, Five more dollars from RecBCQ saying, Bongo and I were gone at the same time. Are we the same person? We've never been seen in the same room together. I submit this to GBG lore. I love this. I love how this just keeps evolving. It's so oh God. weird, and I'm all about it. Yep, it has officially been added to the GBG lore canon. Who knows? Who, what's the truth? I don't know. You don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe only you Catherine knows. Harass her. Exactly. No, only Catherine no, knows don't, for sure. Don't. Yeah. Um, five dollars from Floxcat say, uh, asking Gardevoir or Hatterena? Uh Man. I, I'm I'm sorry to say I have to look up Hatterena really quickly. Because... I, I, I have to go with Gardevoir, honestly. I, I had a Hatterena yes, on my uh, team in Pokemon Sword and Shield, but uh, I think Gardevoir is a bit more classic. God, why did I Google Hatterena? That was a terrible idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I feel like this Gardevoir, is all just, a trap. just based on what I just saw. Oh, no, Gardevoir. no, 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 no. Dude, 
there, trust me, there's art just like that. Oh, I'm sure there of is, Gardevoir. but I didn't. I didn't there's have a reason. To look up did you Google and then search it? <laughs> you oh, you I can't thing. unsee what I just saw. Okay, no, oh, no, God, I have to, to even it out. All right, let's see. Oh, God, I can't unsee that. My poor brain. <laughs> the, the Pokemon <laughs> fandom is a thing. Mm. Oh man, Catherine, do not look at those images and go. Mm. <laughs> spicy, <laughs> spicy is one way to put it. That is, that is one word for it. I would say. Oh man. Oh. Uh, well, I didn't have to look up Gardevoir, so even though I know, uh, you know, spicy art of Gardevoir also exists, I didn't have to look at it today. So my answer goes to Gardevoir. <laughs> there you go, Catherine. <laughs> oh man, I haven't played Gen Eight, so I'll have to go with Gardevoir. There we go. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, okay, moving on. Mohammed Abukar with two Canadian dollars asking, when can we get Bongo as a guest for TNT? You know what? We we have been uh, in negotiations with Danimals for a while, but they haven't been returning our emails. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they just, we want them on. We've asked them, but they just aren't returning our, our emails or calls. So I don't know. Maybe someday. Who knows? Um, next is uh, two pounds from Alan Wilkinson saying, Pokemon Switch Online win. It'd make money. Yes, it would, right? That would make money hand over fist. But that also seems like something that, that Game Freak might not be willing to do. Hmm. So so who knows? Uh, I love this. I love this name. Sonic and Mega Man, 531 with $2. I just love that name. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen What If Episode 4 yet? I haven't even seen What If Episode 1 yet because I, uh, my wife seen... and I are still... Huh? Yeah, I've only seen 1 and 2. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, what about you, Catherine? No, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's the new Marvel series. It's like the new MC. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No. You're, you're free um, of the Marvel grasp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for my wife to finish Loki before we start watching uh, What If. I finished Loki, but she hasn't. She's halfway through the series. So we're just, you know, once she's done, then we're going to start watching What If together probably all at once. So that's where we're at on that. Uh, Mike F with $1.99 saying, Nate on GVG win. It'd be an awesome crossover. Uh, I agree, actually. And, uh, you know, I'll reach out to him because, uh, you know, he and I are buds and I'll reach out to him because I'd love to have him on. So uh, thank you for that, Mike F. And uh, let's see. Sorry, my chat's lagging a little bit. Uh, next well, you're also is... frozen, but that's just sort of the par for the course for this episode. Oh, am I, oh, am I frozen? I can fix that. One second. I can fix that. I yeah. Turn my camera off and on. Where'd you leave off? I'll keep reading in the meantime. Okay, I'm back. Uh, Late Night Sprites, actually, with $5. Okay. Uh, as a budding indie game journalist, my guess is the direct will be after WarioWare launches. Big Hope is Ooblets on Switch and River City Girls Zero News. Yeah, I, I just like saying the name Ooblets. It's such a fun word to say. Uh, and River City Girls Zero, I guess it's about time for new information on that, right? Has Maybe. It, it, was, it was announced a couple of months ago. I don't know. Uh, I think so. Also, uh, we missed. Um... Yeah, I missed one. You, you yeah. got it, Derek? Yeah, we miss Squire with a $1.99 Super Chat saying, preparing for the inevitable lack of Pokemon's Gens 1 and 2. Yeah, do not expect Pokemon on there other than spin-offs. I would not expect that at all. Yeah. Uh, All right. Salem 1013 with two Australian dollars saying, sending love from Tasmania, Australia. Wow. Every time that happens, whoever's hosting, it just blows my mind that we have fans out there across the world. That is so humbling every time i'm reminded of it thank you so much salem and thank you for the donation and for the love we really appreciate it uh two dollars from common bird saying finally here again great to listen to tnt well great to have you here again common bird always happy to see your name in the chat and thank you so much for watching and for the donation 
Uh, $5 from John Salter saying, here's $5 to soothe Ash's soul after subjecting that to himself. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep tonight. That's going to be, <laughs> oof. I, I, I'm, I'm now, now I'm reminded of it again and I'm thinking about what I saw and I really don't want to. Thank you. John close Salter. your left Thank eye and you. you see Gardevoir. Close your right eye and oh, you see Hatterena. <laughs> oh man. Spicy Hatterena. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> Sapphire. With $4.99 saying, just saying hi and hoping you have a great rest of your day. Well, thank you, Sapphire. Thank you. Same to you and hope you have a great rest of your day as well. Uh, next is $5 from Pyro Jack Daniel saying, the only downside of having GBC games on the Switch is that there are some games like the Oracles games that take advantage of being on the GBA. Yes, that's true. Mm. And uh, given that GBA isn't part of the rumor, then that, yeah, that functionality will likely not be included if this whole rumor is, is actually true. Wow, that's a lot of super chats. Thank you so much, everybody. You're so incredibly generous. But we do have some more news to get out to move on to, so let's get that second story up on screen. And uh, the Peggy rating for gambling, uh, well, the the European ratings board is Peggy, and uh, any descriptor now that includes gambling automatically gives the game an 18 plus rating. Which talk about a chilling effect on any game that includes any sort of gambling. Uh, and as kind of an example of that, our, our good friend Joe Merrick um, was mentioning on Twitter about this uh, and, and kind of comparing it to the Game Corner and the Game Corners and Pokemon games, saying that even that would qualify. So even mm-hmm. though people don't like that the Game Corners have been removed from Pokemon games, it's obviously necessary because even just having the Game Corner would make a game now 18, you know, give a game an 18 plus rating in Europe, uh, you know, just for that alone. So... That seems pretty restrictive, but at the same yeah. time, you obviously don't want to encourage gambling in kids' games, you know, and, and just in get kids into that. So I can see why they're taking such a hard line approach, but man, 18 plus for any sort of gambling reference, that just seems really Yeah, because I'm just thinking of like, there's so many RPGs that have uh, gambling. Catherine, right. how many Dragon Quest games Dragon have a casino? Dragon Quest. Yeah. Dragon Quest pretty casino. much... Unless I'm missing something, every Dragon Quest game since like three or four has had a casino. And these games have otherwise been like E10, Teen. And it's, yeah, and it, so the article uh, y'all sent me says that if they re release games, as long as they don't change them, they can keep their original rating. So at Mm -hmm. least that means like, you know, the original Pokemon games can get re-released and will be able, like, they won't have to awkwardly cut that out. Um, right. I'm not, given how the stories I've heard about the programming in Gen 1, particularly, I feel like trying to cut anything out of that game would probably make the whole thing collapse. <laughs> right. Um, well, yeah, on that point. It's surprising to me because I feel like slot machines in... Video games have, if anything, made me less likely to play slot machines in real life. I know, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like also- gambling in games never works out for me personally. Yeah. The other thing that's so odd about it, I've seen other people comment on this, this isn't my original thought, but like they're banning simulated games, like simulated gambling in games that uses, you know, play money, like polka dollars or gold or gill. They're not ban- they're not making loot boxes raise right. it to eighteen plus. That is literally mm-hmm. gambling. Which that but. seems really lopsided. Like you're gonna ban fake gambling or or at least make make it a, an automatic eighteen plus rating, but 
you're not going to crack down on real gambling that kids are being exposed to with loot boxes and such. I, why? I think they are still kind of cracking down. It's just more of an overall effect. Cause I, I have heard like some countries basically being like, you have loot boxes and you're in trouble uh, type thing. So I think it is there. It's just now they're cracking down on in-game gambling, <clears throat> fake gambling as well. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just um, strange to me. And it, it's odd because like, I'm sure the industry wasn't happy about this move, but I guess they were more, they didn't push hard enough to have the, like for this, but apparently they're pushing hard enough to keep loot boxes mm-hmm. allowed, which makes sense. It makes them more yeah, money. Exactly. In game, uh, casinos like what dragon quest and pokemon have are not don't actually earn them any money so what do they care yeah yeah right this is just wild though because the uh this this uh, news article from askaboutgames.com uses the example overboard uh which is a a switch game and it's a text adventure game with uh some like a like a visual novel style game and includes mild violence suggestive themes and use of alcohol on the descriptor and that's otherwise a peggy 12 rating and it's basically a game where uh, you're trying to fool people into thinking you're innocent when apparently you're a murderer. But because there's one scene where you can play blackjack with another character, it's now Peggy 18. And that's just, man, I, again, I get it. But at the same time, when you're not equally putting down the hammer, uh, bringing down the hammer on like stuff like loot boxes and real life gambling, I'm just like, but why? You know, but I, as Derek, I know you said they are, you know, they're still, I believe, looking into that. The and, thing and is, this shouldn't affect kids um, overall, because if, if you have responsible parents who actually look at, like, why is something rated 18 if their kids want it, and they can, you know, make an informed decision for them. Like, I'll be honest, if Kai was 12 and he wanted to play Dragon Quest 11 and like, oh, oh it's rated M because it's, uh, it has gambling. And it's like, no, just just play. But yeah. how many parents actually look at you know, why something's rated the way it is. Right. Probably not to right. me. Maybe more now as time yeah. goes on, but you know, at a time, at a certain time, definitely it's like, Oh, it's M. Nope. You can't, we can't play. Right. Uh, as, as Joe also offers on Twitter though, Joe Merrick, uh, they, they did get some clarification from Peggy regarding this whole thing. And this kind of speaks to what you were saying, Catherine. Uh, and apparently it seemed as, as though if an older game that was rated 12 plus is re-released, it will retain its age rating. But if it was upgraded, modernized, or reshuffled in any way, uh, it would need to be re-rated. So it sounds like, you know, virtual console releases, or, well, not that that exists anymore, but but re-releases of old games won't necessarily be affected by this in the same way. But it's it's still a strange, lopsided approach. Uh, Somebody in the live chat, I believe Juan, brought this up. Not specifically, but just made me think of this. Like, does that mean uh, Sonic would get thrown into that because of, you know, Sonic oh. Heroes has like the casino levels, like, and we have play bingo. Like, right. Sonic 2, you go into the, you have Sonic a slot two. machine, we get Sonic. rings or, or, I uh, guess that uh, would you know, Eggman. I, th- does that make it simulated gambling or is it because it's a mini game? Is that allowed? Wow. I guess, I guess that would they, count. There's a, there's the grandfather clause. So in that particular case, it would be right. okay, but if when they make like a Sonic Mania two, et cetera, right? Like, can mm-hmm. are they just going to have to never use a casino aesthetic again? Yeah, like and and Top yeah. Dog uh, Mario sixty four DS has Luigi as a card dealer playing oh yeah casino games right. All of a sudden you got an M rated various... Mario. 
Right, and I think there are various, at least in some of the Mario parties, there are some, you know, card games and, and you know, you know, mini games based on casino games. If I remember correctly, I think there are. There are certainly mm-hmm. slot machines. So, wow. And what Taniac points out, Final Fantasy VI has Setzer, who is a gambler. FF6 is now 18+. plus. Like, what? this is so weird. Uh, and Gemini says, what about Super Mario Sunshine? This is These are all great points. Like, yeah. And again, these wouldn't be... Fortune Street's rated M now. Fortune Street. Fortune oh, yeah. <laughs> you can get now, I guess. Wow. Uh, Man, gaming just got a lot more hardcore. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this is applied going forward, but it sounds as though at least uh, retro games are exempt for now, so that's good. Um, well, moving on, uh, we do have a couple more Super Chats to read through. Uh, five Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover again. Thank you so much. Saying, if, if Hello Kitty can be in, uh, in Monkey Ball, Yakuza Like an Animal's protagonist, Ichiban Kasu Group will be the next one. He collects animal body bottles too. I, I just, I love it. I love your utter devotion to this Bongo Lover. Thank you so much. And thank you for the reminder. I, I meant to mention this at the top of the show, but I forgot with all the tech issues we were happy, having. We're not making this a full news story, but Hello Frickin' Kitty is the latest DLC character for Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, and I love it. I think she comes out alongside the game. She's going to be $5 DLC. She collects apples instead of bananas. Yeah. Hello Frickin' <laughs> Kitty, man, and Monkey Ball, and I love that. It's like happy and happy together. It's just, it's great. Amy pointed this out to me, but why are they making all the cat characters $5? That's true. Yeah, Morgana and now Hello Kitty. Yeah. That's a good point. You want to play a cat and monkey ball, it's five bucks. Huh. Yeah. Which <laughs> it's funny. I don't I don't know if I if I'd pay five bucks for Morgana, but I, I weirdly I feel like I might actually pay five bucks for Hello Kitty. <laughs> and my wife is a huge Hello Kitty fan anyway as well, so that might be a good reason to do it. But yeah, I don't that, that is weird that uh, all the cats are five dollars. <laughs> um thank you so much mongo lover for that reminder and would would you would you Catherine? would you buy either morgana or uh hello kitty for this because i know you're i'm pretty sure you're interested in monkey ball right not really i think it would i love katamari but i think monkey ball would make me feel sick too much (laughs) (laughs) this sort of degree of rolling in monkey ball like Katamari can be hard for me sometimes. Yeah, Amy's seen some screens yeah. and definitely got a little like, oof. <laughs> Monkey yeah. Ball can be, can be tough for people with vertigo and, and such as well, like, because it can just be, you know, you're, all, you're often on the precipice of, like, you know, thin edges about, you know, going to fall into a huge abyss. I love Monkey Ball, but I, I totally have showed it to friends and such who have a fear of heights, and they're like, I can't. I can't do this. I can't play it. <laughs> so I totally yeah, I don't know. I don't normally do like costume DLC stuff, but I I do appreciate the attention to detail they're doing with a lot of these. Like Morgana's collecting treasure chests, yeah. LKD's collecting apples, Kiryu. I don't. He's collecting some sort of drink. I haven't played Yakuza, so I forget. Staminex, I think is Staminex. Uh, yeah, something that's it. Is. Yeah. I just uh, also I just love Morgana's face. <laughs> oh yeah, is that like crazy face? And I still love that Beat collects spray cans. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Although Absolutely I perfect. love the idea uh, of um, Akira Queen, I think, built off your, the fact that you played Katamari, Catherine. Have the Prince of All Cosmos be one. And my idea is have him outside pushing. And as you collect, it fills up the ball with the stuff you collect. Well, it just fills up with bananas. Yeah, it uh-huh. fills up with bananas. and makes you know, It just fills up the ball. So it's sort of an inverse. But still, like, keeps the idea of... <laughs> The Prince and Katamari. I don't know. I love be fun. That'd be so cute. 
I can't wait for this game to come out with all these different characters. I just, I'm, I'm such a big Monkey Ball fan. I'm very excited. And Bongo Lover, thank you so much for the reminder and the donation. Uh, we really appreciate it. Next is uh, $2 from Lizard81288 saying Sonic will now have loot box zone. No casino <laughs> zones. Yeah, take all, strip all the casino zones out of Sonic and just replace them with loot box zones. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Lizard. Uh, next is uh, Kane Woolley with five uh, New Zealand dollars. Uh, we use that rating system in New Zealand too, but I find this ridiculous. This should be applied to loot boxes. What's next? Sonic 2 on Genesis and 18 plus? Exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly what we were saying. It's really strange the lopsided approach they've taken to this. Uh, but at least as we said, it seems as though retro games are exempt as long as they're not changed or, or remastered in any way. It'll be curious to see how Sonic Origins fares here because I don't think they're changing too much, but they are technically updating it with like widescreen and stuff, but right. widescreen versions already existed prior to this. So I'll be curious to see how, how that's handled. Uh, thank you, Kane. Really appreciate it. Next is two more dollars from Sonic and Mega Man 531. Will you guys invite Omni, uh, Omni YouTube channel someday? Omni, I love that guy. He's he's really nice guy. We He and I have a rapport, so that's a great idea. I will reach out to Omni as well. Um, assuming we're talking about the same Omni. It might not be. I'm but not familiar, talk- so... Uh, I, I'm thinking of Artsy Omni. So if, if you're oh. thinking of Artsy Omni, then that's yeah, who I, I, I know. Artsy I know. Omni. I I'm not to have him on sure about this Omni. Yeah, so I'm not sure if we're talking about the same Omni. But either way, Sonic and Mega Man uh, 531, thank you for the donation and for the recommendation. Uh, and let us know in the chat which Omni you're talking about. Uh, next is $5 from Limington saying if they do end up putting Game Boy games on the Switch, they should just completely recolor them like how it was done with a fan-made Mario Land Deluxe. That would be the dream, but they're not going to. Yeah, they're definitely. These not are going that. to be ROM dumps essentially, just like they are. On, if it's real, these will be ROM dumps like NES and SNES, uh, you know, online with I guess multiplayer, online multiplayer worked in, which is actually a pretty cool feature depending on the game. But yeah, I wouldn't expect anything like recolors or anything like that. They will not do that. Thank you, Limington. Uh, two Canadian dollars from Jared Helder saying, "Would this apply to Mario 3D World slot machines?" I guess not, because again, that came out before this ruling was handed down. But you know, if they if they were to release another version of 3D World in the future that was changed enough, I guess if if Bowser's Fury had come out later, later, yeah, then that might actually apply. Yeah, weirdly, it's enough. weird to Thank think you, of the the, uh, the effect, like it's just the snowball effect of all this. Yeah, it really is. Uh, next is two more dollars from RecBCQ saying, don't mention Virtual Console. It's still too soon. I know. <laughs> I know it hurts. I, yeah, that's really, really unfortunate. Uh, next is Rick 12 with $2 saying, just wait until FIFA 22 is rated 3+, plus because EA uh, rated 3+. Plus. Oh, I guess... FIFA, I, I'm not, I, does, does FIFA include? I, no, I think what it's they're saying is that it includes loot boxes stuff, and it, but yeah, it's only okay. three plus, three plus because, because loot boxes. Yeah, yeah. So they, and they don't get Thank as you. much. So right. Thank you, Toon Rick. I love that name, by the way. Uh, next is Screamo Shaman with one dollar ninety nine cents saying it's called Monkey Ball, not Cat Ball, with an angry face. So that that suggests to me that you are you don't want either Morgana or Hello Kitty and Monkey Ball. And to that, I can just only I don't. I can't agree with that. They're I mean, cute. He's they're cute. They're fine with they're fine with hedgehogs, obviously, with since Shaman and Sonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's true. It is called Monkey Ball, though. But I, I'm personally fine bringing bringing these two adorable cats into the game. Personally, um, sounds like in the chat we're talking about Inferno Omni, oh, okay. who, who I'm not familiar with. But uh, yeah, but thank you for that uh, for that clarification, everybody. 
All right. Well, that was a lot of super <laughs> chats. You guys are all so generous, but we do still have some more news to get through. So let's go ahead and get that third story up on screen. And this is unfortunately uh, kind of an echo of a story that we uh, reported on on Monday, because on Monday we talked about how a key producer, uh, the creator of Yakuza, is, is potentially leaving Sega. And today we have news, and this isn't even potential. Uh, today we have news that uh, Motohiro Okubo of Bandai Namco, the producer of Tekken 7, Soul Calibur 6, and Pac-Man 99, has left the company. It's not even maybe he'll leave. He's gone, and he has joined an unspecified game company, in Shibuya, um, which is a damn shame. I mean, good for him if he got, you know, the, the money and the, the contract he wanted. I, I wish him all the success in the world. But I'm also a big fan of Tekken, Soul Calibur, and Pac-Man. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really a shame that, you know, the, the guy behind, you know, so you know, some of these games has left the company. And uh, I don't know what that means for Tekken 8 uh, or the, the future of Soul Calibur or, you know, Pac-Man. Who knows? Uh, Catherine, do you, do you have any particular thoughts on any of these series? Yeah, I'm. I think with with both Tekken and SoCal, so I feel like there's sort of someone else who, like, I would have thought of as sort of the head person of the game. Like with Tekken, it's Harada-san. Harada-san I don't yeah. remember. I follow Tekken more than I follow Soul Calibur, so I don't remember who it is with Soul Calibur, who's kind of like the the main name behind the game. So I have to wonder if that might be part of the reason for him leaving, like that both these games, especially Harada-san, where he's like, he's all over Twitter. He's very known as the sort of director, like, you know, in charge of Tekken as a series. I have to wonder if, you know, it's, he can keep sort of working under Harada-san and, not be in the spotlight or then maybe he feels like he has a chance to sort of build his own thing at his new company. Um, So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I hadn't heard of him, even though I had like somewhat followed the Tekken seven scene for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm curious, like how much stuff he was doing, like what, you know, what exactly his role was because producer can be a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think these games are big enough that they have more than one producer. Right. And as you said, you know, Tekken is most closely associated with Harada-san. So, you know, that may, at least in Tekken's case, this may not really rock the boat too much in that in that case. But with Soul Calibur and, I mean, Pac-Man will be fine. Pac-Man's, yeah, Pac-Man's, Pac-Man's just Pac-Man. fine. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'd be curious to know uh, if Okubo had anything to do with Pac-Man Championship Edition 1 or 2, because those, those are like my favorite Pac-Man games ever. And I hope they continue to make games, Pac-Man games in that style. So, and, uh, yeah. So Nathan, the Soul Calibur fanatic in the live chat, uh, says Soul Calibur six only existed because Okubo had been clamoring to make this game and the series needed a soft reboot as, uh, Soul Calibur five was bleh, which I remember Soul Calibur five being pretty bad. And it had the Soul Calibur kids like that, nobody liked the Patroclos and, uh, Pira, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't realize that he that that he was so single handedly responsible for Soul Calibur Six existing as it does. So that's that kind of really makes me worry about Soul Calibur Seven. Um, and I, I don't recall offhand if Soul Calibur Six has met Bandai Namco's sales targets I, or if if those sales also, targets have even hmm. been communicated. Yeah, I think it was only at like one Evo, and then I think even before. Evo 2020 got like put to online only and then canceled. I think it wasn't going to be at Evo 2020. 
I might be wrong. I picked up Soul Calibur Six, but didn't get a chance to play much of it. It's fun. I, I it feels to mm. me like the like the most fun Soul Calibur game since two. Uh, I'm kind of like a casual Soul Calibur fan, and I, I kind of fell off with three, four, and five, but six felt like kind of a return to form for me. So you, not you that know, I'm good at it, but I do enjoy it. You know what the common thread there is, don't you, Ash? Uh, not Link. character <laughs> that we both love? Um, well, I'm thinking of Link in Soul Calibur 2, but... Who's your other main? Oh, Talon. Of course, yeah, Talon. Talon, yeah. Talon returns. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. why it's so that's, good. That's the reason Soul Calibur 6 is so good is because Talon finally came back, yeah. of course. Yeah. I remember being really <laughs> hyped when she was finally announced, yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, but, Nathan, um... the Soul Calibur fanatic in our live audience chat, says Soul Calibur 6 sold over 2 million copies. Well then if that's the case, maybe Soul Calibur is going to be fine. I think it'll be um, fine. Yeah. I mean, it has that legacy. Pretty good sales. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, all I can really do is wish is wish Okubo the best. Uh, he does have a little statement here saying, 25 years ago, I joined the former Namco, the former Namco and met various people. I am grateful to all the people I met, especially through Soul Calibur VI. I received enormous power from players all over the world. Thank you very much. I'd like to show the various goods I received from everyone, but there are too many. Allow me to show my 9 million units cushion, which I received last week for the dev team of Tekken and Soul Calibur. Once again, thank you, thank you, and thank you. So at the very least, it sounds as though he's leaving on good terms and that yeah. he's happy you know, to be going where he's going. And all we can do is, is wish him the very best. I'm curious what he'll do next. Yeah, me too. Um, well, then let's... Uh, oh, we do have one more super chat here from Cool Sebastian with $5 saying, I got promoted today. By the way, I am a game developer. Well, congratulations. Awesome. I didn't know you were a game developer, and congratulations on your promotion. That's that exciting is news. awesome. Yeah, we're all very happy to hear that. Uh, good for you, man. That's awesome, and thank you for the donation. All right. Well, we do have a couple more news stories to cover, so let's go ahead and get that fourth story up on screen. So we have some news on the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl front, uh, starting with a... Uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start the, with the uh, SpongeBob's move list. So the official Twitter account for uh, Nick All-Star Brawl shared SpongeBob's full move list uh, on Twitter today. And it kind of gives us a little insight into how the game's going to play. Um, attacks are divided into light attacks, strong attacks, and special attacks. And uh, I'm hoping one of you two, either Catherine or Derek, are bigger spongebob fans than i am because apparently there are lots of references to the show and episodes i'm not a spongebob fan so maybe you it, it's nothing to it. too crazy i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, manipulate this thing here to go through it um it's okay. it's all kind of basic uh i mean we got his jellyfish net with the uh, the swing and uh the aerial jellyfish swing he also has his big karate mitt that he uses when he fight fights against um uh, um sandy uh, for his ups, his uppercuts. Uh, and then there's the meme, the imagination uh, thing that goes, that. comes out from his hands. <laughs> of course, he's blowing um, bubbles. His recovery is actually a reference to the pilot of uh, SpongeBob, where he comes in on the, to the Krusty Krab as a savior ro- with a, on a rotating um, uh, spatula. And uh, comes in there. It comes in there. So there actually is a fair amount of references to this. Uh, what I've noticed a lot of people mention, though, is that there are no uh, side specials in this. Good point. It's all just yeah. it's um, neutral uh, up and down. Interesting. 
huh that kind of reminds me of older smash games actually original is, smash yeah 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 original smash exactly so huh i wonder why they i mean i guess that keeps it a little less complex but that also seems like it could be a bit limiting as well I guess. I mean, the fact that it has light and heavy punches might change things up uh, a mm. bit, but true, true. Something. I I don't know. I'm I'm very curious. I thought it was very interesting to actually see how this might play a little bit, though. Catherine, anytime we talk about this, we have to ask: Are you excited about this at all? <laughs> are you a Nick not kid? really? <laughs> no, I wasn't okay. really a Nickelodeon kid growing up. But and I have we has there been a lot of footage of this game in action yet? Mostly uh, just the reveal trailers. trailers. Yeah, okay. yeah, just the character reveal trailers. So not too much footage. Honestly, I think it looks pretty fun. I mean, it's not. It doesn't look like Smash. I mean, I don't think it's gonna, you know, compare to Smash in that sense. But it looks fun for what it is in its own right. And you know, as a big fan of a very specific era of of Nicktoons. I love seeing characters like Oblina from Ah Real Monsters get to fight like the Ninja Turtles and Reptar from Rugrats. And it's just really cool. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to the fan service. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not the, not the fan um, service you encountered with Hatter Rene. Not that fan service. <laughs> nope. 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 Why I, did I, you have to remind I, me of that again? Well, I, I thought about it because you said Oblina and I saw Catherine almost go to type and I'm like, Oh God, she's going to look up Oblina and then we're going to have the oh, same God. situation again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um well we we could keep discussing uh spongebob's moveset but i have a feeling we'll be discussing a lot of characters movesets as the uh twitter account reveals them i'm personally looking forward of course to seeing how you know well the movesets for leo and mikey in april uh still crossing my fingers for rocco but on the character front we have gotten a bit of a leak and and i say it- leak uh, because it, it is a leak in the sense that the uh the the switch the switch game icon for nickelodeon all-star brawl did leak and uh with that leak came the reveal or the confirmation of four more characters however we kind of already knew these characters are in the game because of their silhouettes in the box art so it was if you're pretty being super obvious. super it was pretty obvious so if you're being really careful about spoilers for this game you may want to tune out for a few minutes but these are all characters we kind of already knew were in the game anyway so five four three two one here we go so this uh switch icon leak has now confirmed Ren and Stimpy, as well as Aang and Korra from uh, from Avatar. And uh, again, characters we pretty much knew were in the game already, but it's nice to have confirmation. It's awesome to see Aang and Korra. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say I've never been a big Ren and Stimpy fan. Uh, I know people love that show, and I'm really happy for you Ren and Stimpy fans. I'm still hoping for Rocco. But Aang and Korra, hype, man. I was hoping for Katara, <laughs> but I'm really happy with Korra. I mean, you might still get Katara. This is not The entire lineup is not on the box. Um, just these big ones. Although that said, there was always that mystery one. It's like, who is that character below, like between SpongeBob and Patrick? Turns out it was April. April, yeah. Which I did not expect April for the cover. Me neither. And it's it that her getting in before Donnie and Wrath does suggest that maybe it really is just going to be half of the, of the actual Ninja Turtles in the roster, or maybe they're going to hold Wrath and Donnie back for DLC. But that's just so such a weird approach to take with the Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Are you familiar oh. with any Nickelodeon characters? <laughs> like I'm trying to pull teeth here. I, like I know them. I know some of them by appearance, but like not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bad guess for this particular oh, game. Oh no, 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 no! That's you're fine. fine. <laughs> That's all good. But um, 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things like it's kind of like how Nintendo is kind of like my childhood with uh, Smash. It has that same sort of feeling. And I th- if people are more excited for this one just because it looks a, generally a bit better than most um, of these type of crossovers that you'd see before. And I think that's what has people because the, the, the developer worked on a uh, game called Slap City. Um, right. That has people like, OK, that was actually pretty good. So hopefully and uh they they definitely they've have confirmed no live action characters um so you won't see oh, any of that. I, I missed that okay good to yeah know. They, they have confirmed no live action characters um and uh they definitely wanted to go for some obscures like apparently they had to really fight to get powder toast man on there interesting so. and i i did read a little bit uh before about how originally it was going to be the 2012 nickelodeon versions of the of the ninja turtles in oh. the roster but that the devs really argued successfully they argued hard for the 80s versions because they wanted that 80s og tmnt nostalgia in the game which i think is really cool i would have been happy with either version of the turtles i i love the 2012 version but you know the ogs are the ogs it's classic from my childhood right so uh i guess they they argued successfully to to have them be the original 80s cartoon version which is cool it's just wild to me to see 80s april o'neill on the box art for this i know like I never thought she would be on a uh, on the box art for any sort of fighting game, let let alone playable in a fighting game. That's just super cool. So, um, mm-hmm. I know. Let's I, see. I I do have, okay. I'm gonna put Catherine on the spot uh, here again. Uh oh. Uh oh. Just to explore her childhood. So, what is the Smash equivalent to your childhood characters all coming out in and battling against each other? Good question. Did you? Catherine, did you have a childhood? You can tell us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Synthesizer want- chemistry lab. I mean, I feel like for me, I remember watching a lot of Pokemon growing up. I guess the okay. closest, like, but they already made Pocket, and, and that was meh. <laughs> from what <laughs> right. I understand. Yeah, I, I enjoyed so, it, but it was, you know, it was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, no cartoon network or anything like that, or? Not really. No, I feel like we I didn't gotta, start We got to sit you down with some cartoons, man. <laughs> <laughs> really do. Like, I, 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 yeah. I, I have a friend just uh, like Catherine where he did not have cable growing up. So he okay. just didn't watch many cartoons. It just is like, I mean, it's Fair weird enough. to think about, but it is a thing. It is yeah, a thing. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, a magish in our live audience chat specifies that there is maybe evidence of a third avatar character as there's three avatar stages and we have 22 stages with 22 fighters, so people are expecting them to line up, and that would make sense. Oh, I didn't know about um, that. How many how many characters do we have already? Then uh, I need to look. I, that up. I have to go to the website, yeah, and then count them. But I, as much as I really want to see Katara, I don't. I feel like her and and uh, Korra are maybe a little too similar visually and thematically. So I feel like maybe if we got a third Avatar character, it might be someone like Zuko or Toph, which would also be hype. I just really like, I'm a Katara fan. But uh, yeah, I hope we get a third Avatar character. I hope we get the other Ninja Turtles. I hope we get Rocco, man. Oh That's boy. That's who I'm hoping for. Huh? So if it is only 22, um, we only have two more characters that we don't know about. Right. So it does seem as though this roster is going to be a little bit smaller than maybe we were thinking initially, but they could always expand it with DLC. Who knows? I guess it depends on how the game does. Uh, Nathan, the Soul Calvin fanatic in the live audience chat, also said, uh, if this isn't true, I apologize, but I saw a leak for the game that included Rocco as well as the characters you just mentioned. So who knows if that's true Maybe or not? that's everybody. I-, I will cross my fingers. Yeah. I will 
I will cross my fingers that Rocco is going to be in this game because, man, he should be. He's like my favorite Nicktoon. But uh, we'll see what happens. But I have a feeling we will be uh, discussing a lot more Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl or All-Star Brawl on upcoming episodes just because they're going to keep releasing the movesets. So mm-hmm. look forward to that. Uh, all right, we have a few more super chats, just finding them in the chat here. First is five more dollars. Wow, thank you. From RecBCQ saying, if we get Final Smash equivalents, I hope we get Avatar State. Hell yeah, oh. that would be hype. <laughs> that would be hype. I agree. Uh, next is Late Night Sprites with $2 saying, uh, PBS fighters went for, went for the kids who didn't... <laughs> PBS fighters went for the kids who didn't have cable. I'd be Man, so PBS down for that. Arthur, that would be awesome. <laughs> Arthur yeah. versus Sesame Street versus. Oh, that's um, great. Um, trying to think of the, some of the others. Um, Wishbone, <laughs> get Wishbone in there. That's hilarious. Clifford. I'm down. That'd be that would be awesome. Stuff. I'm not going to lie. You get Big Bird in there. <laughs> he turns invisible. There we go. <laughs> I really want this. Oh, God. The, oh, the final boss, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> oh, man. El- Elmo would have to be playable, right? You of have course. to have at least several characters from Sesame Street. I, I love oh, that idea. Carmen San Diego. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Uh, Aaron in our live audience chat says uh, Clifford would be too big, though. But I mean, if Ridley can get into Smash, True. I think Clifford. I think Clifford can, can, can make it too. Draco, Caillou, better be bottom tier. <laughs> oh, God. Caillou. That, my, oh, that my wife hates it? that character. I think it's Caillou, yeah. She, she hates Caillou. We talk, we, we talk about it sometimes, just how awful a character he really is. As a, he's just a very, very spoiled child. Oh, it would be funny to see him. I love this. Uh, Mike and YouTube, uh, LeVar Burton, it can be the uh, fi- PBS Fighters announcer. Oh. This needs to happen. Who, yeah, now is, I is want any, PBS fighters. Does, what the heck? <laughs> I know. I love this. Is, is anyone yes. watching who can yeah. make this a you know a, a reality? Because well, actually, I mean, cool it is brought to you, brought today. to us by viewers like you. So let's make it happen, right? <laughs> and cool, Sebastian, you did say you got promoted today, and you are a game developer, and so that tells me you need to use your promotion powers to go talk to the higher ups wherever you work and make this a reality. That is now your job. Like <laughs> that's now your mission the, the survival of this game depends on you um sonic and Mega Man 531 with two more dollars saying does batman count in all-star brawl that would be pretty pretty hyped i, I don't think that would count I, but that would yeah be i don't think hyped. but it would be cool yeah yeah uh and finally five dollars from hidden oh sorry i lost it where'd it go hidden gem gamers uh five dollars saying i'd love for you to bring back the review tier on patreon there's one game i'd really love to see you review it's called singularity it's only six to eight hours, and thank you so much uh, for the no- for the donation, Hidden Gym Gamers. Unfortunately, Derek and Steve and I quickly found out that the request to review tier just it added too much work on on top of our already you know basically never ending workload, just keeping the channel running, and it very quickly just became that we had to backburner them, and we don't we never want patrons to pay for something they're not getting mm. ever. Period. And so that's why we retired it. We, we like the idea of it and we'd like to bring it back ideally, but you know, we just don't want to have our patrons wait months on end for a review that they, they paid for, you know, it's just, it didn't feel right. So that's why we retired it. Maybe we'll bring it back in the future. If it, if our production pipeline ever gets to the point where we feel like we can handle that. But for now it is just a little bit too much on top of everything we're already doing, but thank you for, for letting us know how you feel and making that known. Uh, And of course our, requested discussion tier just kind of got re 
uh, kind of got repurposed into our weekly discussions, which our producers vote on uh, the topics for those every week. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But thank you again, Hidden Gem Gamers. Really appreciate that. Uh, next is $1.99 from Screamo Shaman saying CN Punch Time Explosion exists for me, the CN kid. Nice. I forgot that that was a thing that, that happened, CN Punch I, Time Explosion. Yeah, I don't know how good that was. Probably, eh, <laughs> if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my guess, but I didn't hear but, much about it. Was that another, it. like, crossover? It, it was Cartoon I, Network car- characters. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and finally, $5 from Wape Mulinga saying, it's a beautiful day for a beating now. Will you take a beating? Will you fight? Will you fight me? <laughs> Will you take a beating by your neighbor? I, I didn't realize until halfway through that we were uh, doing Mr. <laughs> Rogers' Neighborhood, but that's really good. That is, <laughs> that is really clever. Now. Yeah, that's really clever. I think, it, I think it's got to happen. Remember, Cool Sebastian, this is on you now. Uh, and also, this just came in, Cat with $5 uh, saying, Hatterena won't make it because it's rated M. No, Why it's... do you keep... Why does everyone keep reminding me? That, of what that I might just be your saw? new thing now, Ash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, God, why? Okay. Well, <clears throat> we've been gone for quite a bit, but we do have one more news story to uh, to cover today. So let's get that up on screen. So the Tokyo Game Show 2021 online schedule has been revealed, and there's some interesting stuff here. I think we're going to have some reaction streams coming up this month because on September 30th. Uh, we've got the King of Fighters 15 special program, followed by the Xbox TGS Showcase 2021, which, according to Nibel on Twitter, uh, will have some exclusive news and content, which we'll probably react to that. And then there's the Capcom Online program. Who knows what's going to be shown there? Mm. If it's anything like E3, nothing, but we'll probably react to it <laughs> anyway. Um, and then uh, the next day on October 1st is Square Enix Presents TGS 2021. Uh, and apparently there has been a tease already that a Final Fantasy 16 reveal is possible during that presentation. So we will b- more than likely be reacting to that. Hopefully it's better than the than Square Enix's E3 presentation. To be fair, the bar for that is underground. So it should be really <laughs> easy for them to, to do better than that. And show I think us even Dragon just Quest FF16, 12. <laughs> yeah, show us Dragon <laughs> Quest 12, show us FF16, maybe announce Pixel Remaster for consoles, just saying. Uh, but yeah, they don't have to do too much to, to, to have a better presentation than their E3 presentation. So, uh, you know, here's hoping, fingers crossed. Uh, on October 3rd, there's going to be an Arc System Works presentation. So those are the highlights. There is a full list at uh, TGS's website, but those are some of the highlights. Um, there are various keynotes. Um, Konami is going to have a Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel presentation, which, hey, Konami exists still. I sometimes forget that. <laughs> um, yeah, we said Capcom. So there's there's going to be a lot of good stuff. I think we'll be doing at least a few reaction streams throughout TGS because it's always a pretty big deal. So look forward to that. But something for me, actually, specifically, is that for the first time ever, uh, Tokyo, uh, Tokyo Game Show is debuting something called the Tokyo Game Music Fest, which, of course, stands for festival or is short for festival. And so they're going to have a two-day, uh, or like basically like two whole presentations of a live orchestra playing video game music. And this is a digital concert. Tickets, unfortunately, are paid. I guess it, it had been suggested, or maybe people had guessed that it was going to be a free show, but it's not. This is actually a paid digital concert. And it looks like tickets are around 3,850 yen. Uh, without any of the additional benefits or bells and whistles. So about that's about 40, 40 bucks. bucks. Yeah. And, I mean, for someone like me, I'll probably end up paying that because look at this lineup, you guys. So, like, I'll just go through it really quick. There are two stages to this Tokyo Game Music Fest. The first one 
is the TGS 2021 special stage will always have games. And the lineup here is Final Fantasy X, Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, I think Genshin Impact, uh, Fantasy Star Online, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, uh, Nobunaga's Ambition Shinsei, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and the Monster Hunter series. Uh, and then the stage two, which is the TGS 25th anniversary stage, Our Memories Will Never Fade, is going to have Sakura Wars, Revelations Persona, Atelier Marie and Atelier Ryza, Tales of Fantasia, Star Ocean uh, and Star Ocean First Departure, the Resident Evil series, Knights, Wild Arms, Ark the Lad 2, and Suikoden. So gotta say, that second of... stage just sounds a lot better. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, for me, I would probably, if I had to choose, I'd go for the second stage, but I, I, I can't say no to Final Fantasy X, MGS4, and Sonic Colors Ultimate music yeah. either. It, that's hard. So, you said Final you know, Fantasy my... X, and I was like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> FF10 by that itself. game has great music, and would, it's music that would benefit from a nice orchestra yeah. rendition. Right. Uh, Juan in our live audience chat points out, unfortunately, saying, nice lineup, but too bad it'll be it'll be four in the morning, which that is a shame, but I feel like this is something I'd really want to watch. And my birthday is coming up, so that's I may, I may throw this link over to my... Yeah, that's, that's good for me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a late night person. So, um, <laughs> And like I said, my birthday is coming up, so maybe I'll, I'll toss this link over to my wife and be like, hint, hint, birthday. Uh, you know, paid, paid concert it, tickets. It is I do $40 each, so if you want both full performance, it is... 8,250 yen. Right. You have to separate right, ticket so. for each stage. Yep. You do, unfortunately. If you want to want if you yeah. want to listen to both, it's it's basically 80 bucks, 85 bucks. It is it's hard pricey. because it it is, and it's hard because I mean, obviously I'm happy to pay that for video game music, but at the same time, the fact that it's a digital concert makes it a little harder. It's like, oh, but I'm paying basically I'm paying to sit here in front of my computer and watch it. But at the same time, the Undertale, I mean, they were free, but the Undertale concert and the uh, Sonic 30th anniversary concert were both amazing. And I would have been happy to pay for either of those as well. So, you know, given that that's the case, I I shouldn't really have a problem with paying. Apparently also gets you a luxurious digital brochure, a special performance video with gaming footage, excluding some titles and special streaming featuring Thumva stage content. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, but I just I like that they're doing this at all. I like that TGS is spotlighting video game music. I think it's really cool that they're having, they're dedicating so much just to video game music and having these two, you know, full performances. And you know me, I'm probably going to end up acquiring tickets one way or another. I'd either buying them myself <laughs> or maybe maybe my wife will surprise me uh, for my birthday. But yeah, I mean it's video game music and it's a full orchestra. This is like right up my alley. So I just wanted to talk about that a bit. But TGS in general is going to be, you know, it's usually exciting. Look forward to some reaction streams from us for that, for Square, Capcom, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I'm sure I'll talk about how Tokyo Game Music Fest worked out after I've watched it. So um, I have yeah. to admit something here because I did not realize this until you said something, Ash. Um, so Persona 3 has a subtitle uh, for a special edition of Fess. I always pronounce it F-E-S, not knowing what the hell it stood for. I did not realize oh. it was Persona 3 Festival. Yeah. I learned funny. something today. That's I funny. Retroactively, no I didn't realize that as well. Even though I knew Fest stood for festival, I didn't really apply that to Persona 3 Fest. That's interesting. I didn't make that connection. I don't I don't think there's Never there are any I mean, festivals in Persona why? 3. Yeah. You get hit by, isn't there a typhoon and you 
don't have the festival, you, you go yeah. to Persona Q. <laughs> it's just sort of this extra thing that just a bunch of grinding, I guess. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't quite get it. I, I mean, I'll always remember my battle against the final boss and just failing utterly because, dear God, <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw it, Ash, but it it um, uh, took over my characters three times, including the one that had a full oh, heal. And would no. he- I got it down to almost dead, and it has thousands of HP and fully healed itself. So I'd have to work through it Fine. again and again and Yukari. again. I didn't beat it because Sounds I eventually like never beat it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, because I couldn't because I, when you die, you have to go through the, what is it? Thir- Catherine, 13 stages. There's but 13 right. forms. The, to the, the final boss. Is the means by, did you know, Derek, the Arcana is the means by which all is revealed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, 13 phases you till you get to this final one. And then you, you could, has this ability that it could take over your character. And if they, that character has full heal, which is really useful for your own party. Um, They'll yeah. use it on themselves, and it's just like, well, so much for you. That's not a <laughs> festival. That's hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That happened to me with Nocturne, too. I was most of the way through a boss, and it confused one of my demons, and my demon was like, I got you, bro. Full <laughs> heal. Like, nice. So <laughs> it's enough to make yeah. you scream, isn't it, Catherine? <laughs> oh. I think um. I did scream. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. I was streaming. I was streaming it to some friends, and I was just like, I just screamed. My friend was like, "Restart the boss." I'm like, "No, no, it's not, personal." No, now. Not those, <laughs> nice. no, I I went until it killed me, and I was like, "No, I can't go through those 13 phases again and try this for the chance of maybe it working." Phases? I don't blame you. Like absurd. spoilers for spoilers for like a 20 year old game. You die anyway. <laughs> 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 Jeez, that's a that's what a final. I mean, that sounds like a hell of a final battle, though. Okay, but the music. Oh, the music's great. It's a bop. As oh, the, the music say. is awesome. I, I I am aware of the uh, of the P three soundtrack. So, yeah, the music is amazing. Uh, but that's a long fight. I can't blame you, Derek, for not wanting to try oh, that again after dying. God, Nathan, the Soulcaster yeah. fanatic, saying I was at the final boss for twelve hours and had the same situations. Took him twelve hours to finally get a good that run. Is, that is absurd. I don't have that kind of time. Get out of here. That is ridiculous. Um, it's funny. We have a few folks in our live audience, patron chat, talking about attending, uh, you know, video game music orchestra events. And I can certainly agree with what you guys are saying. Uh, like Jet said is saying, uh, yeah, a lot of people when I went who didn't really understand how to behave at an orchestra. And yeah, like I, Skull Kid Tiger says that's how their experience went as well. Like full grown men screaming, woo, at the beginning and end of each song. Oh. That that happens. That happens. I've been to the Zelda Symphony. I've been to various Final Fantasy concerts. Um, I've been to. I didn't go to the Pokemon concert. Uh, I've been to game was it, video games live, and almost every time, there's there have been awkward, cringy moments where you know, people just have, clearly who have never been to an orchestra performance before, <laughs> acting like they're at a concert, and it's uh. really really weird and, and a little cringy. But it still is awesome seeing uh, game music live. And on that uh, on that front, or on that note, I got an email today from Square Enix. Apparently, there's going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake concert right here in L.A. in October. Oh. And you better believe I'm going to be there, assuming that, you know, it doesn't get canceled due to COVID. But 
I will mask up. I'll I'll probably have my booster shot by then. You bet your ass I'll, I'm getting a ticket to that FF7 remake concert. That sounds awesome. So fingers crossed that it doesn't get uh, canceled due to COVID. But I, I'm and I guess fingers crossed I can even get a ticket because I'm sure it'll be a limited capacity. So mm. I'll have to make sure I jump on that as soon as possible. Uh, but with that said, we have reached the end of the news. We do have a couple more super chats though. Uh, first is five dollars uh, from Late Night Sprite saying Capcom. Localized Miles Edgeworth 2, even if it's digital only. Uh, other hope is a Disney SNES game collection. Loving great Ace Attorney. Hashtag Herlock is best boy. <laughs> People love the Miles Edgeworth games, and I, I, I know I, that fans would be really happy. I'm really hoping we get the the other five games that are not on modern consoles on ported to modern, yes. modern consoles. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I want Ace Attorney 4, 5, and 6 on consoles so much. Um, and, and I guess we do have reason to believe that's coming. We don't know when, but, uh, yeah. And it's funny. You say Herlock is best boy. My wife still can't stand him. We're playing, we're in the middle of case three right now in Ace Attorney, uh, Chronicles, the first game. And she's just like, oh, he's so annoying. He loves himself so much. I wish he'd just shut up. And, uh, but Derek, I know you said that he gets, he gets better. So I, I think I'm, so. But he gets, he has his weird quirks and I don't think he ever gets the best i don't think she'll ever come around on him honestly but he's enjoyable mm-hmm. <laughs> i got gotcha. so i I, uh, I don't dislike him to the extent that my wife does have you I think <laughs> fine. have you have you gotten further than the first case yet Catherine? i know you've been playing just finished the first case last night i was honest like i was surprised and pretty done by the like with how it, long it was it is it pretty went, long there is a bit of pacing issues with the first first game yeah yeah i, I was like this is going on a while for a first case. Um, yeah. But I really, like, I I love Ryodosuke. Mm. I'm like, this precious child. <laughs> He's, He's great. really endearing. And I just, I love the details in his animations. I'm glad that, like, the charm of it carried over from yeah. the 2D, like, the 2D sprites to the 3D models in this game. Where, like, I just love how, like, his eyes just flickering everywhere. And, like, uh-huh. sometimes... He does like when he's nervous and does the table slam. It's like it's like pathetic sounding, and he like oh, looks at his hand. It's <laughs> yeah. so like he's a he's adorable, and I really it's I so really great. like I really like Kazuma. Yeah, it, it just I was like, are we done yet? Goes <laughs> <laughs> on. I I will say I'm I'm on case two of the second game, and the pacing seems to be a little better as far as uh, how nice. quickly you move from thing to thing. I'm, so I'm really far, looking forward say, to playing yeah. it. I just was kind of like, all right, can, like, I kind of want to see a new case. Like, this is <laughs> long in the tooth. Yeah, yeah. case one was a bit long, I agree. Uh, I and, and you might have that problem with case two as well. I feel, I'm kind of in the middle on it in terms of how the pacing for it. But so far, the third case seems to be paced much better. Things happen yeah. fast in that, and, and so far at least in that case. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm no, no spoilers, of course, but the prosecutor is... <laughs> Something else. That is <laughs> I have a feeling Catherine's going to be a fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my not favorite, a so it's a high bar. Mm. Nice. Uh, this is not a super chat, but Mike F says, Hi, Good Vibes Gaming. And I just wanted to say hi back, Mike F. Thank you Hello. very much for saying hi. Uh, let's see. Floxcat, I think, is our next. Yes. Floxcat with $5 saying the Hatterena cringe is official. It is. This is never going to die, is it? This is going to be a thing that oh. just I'm reminded of constantly. Do they make Hatterina plushies? I'm pretty sure they do. There's plushies of I'm everything. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do. 
Oh, yeah, oh, you're, set. you're set, Ash. We got you your new kink. <laughs> oh, this is never going to end. I, I, oh, God. Why did I have to? What made Ooh, me think Googling 16 Pokemon 16 inches. Images. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, what a, look, at, look at the time. It's time for the end of the show. What a shame. That's strange how that worked out. Um, no, but that we actually are at the end of the news. We've been going quite a bit. And that's mainly due uh, to your incredible donations in the Super Chats, everybody. Thank you so much. I've had so many to read out. You all are so incredibly kind and generous. Um, but as always, before we do sign off, uh, Catherine, please let our amazing fans know where they can find you on the internet. Yeah, thank you, Derek and Ash, for having me. Um, I really don't do a lot on the internet. I'm at Dr. Catherine on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I just enjoy joining friends for gaming-related stuff. Um, not something I do professionally and just enjoy hanging around and chatting with good friends about fun stuff. I believe if you want to see her in something specific, I think there's a VOD, uh, there's VODs for the most recent, um, uh, charity room event. And that's, is that at the charity room? Yep. Yeah. So I've been able to be part of, uh, the charity room charity events for the past, like three or so years. Um, so you can find that channel on YouTube, the the Charity Room, um, and yeah, we just finished our last event last month, uh, Super Mario Oddities. Uh, so yeah, we uh, it's just a group of friends who we raise money for charity. Uh, our last event raised over twenty thousand dollars for the Diabetes wow. Research Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely like give uh, at the Charity Room a follow as well, uh, because. Okay. I might do stuff on there and also it's just a like great group of people who have fun playing games and raising money for good causes. Absolutely. That's awesome. And we actually did include a link to the charity rooms, Twitter in the description below. So make sure to check that out. And, uh, and Catherine, thank you so much for being on the show today with us. This has been a blast, even though you don't watch Nickelodeon cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. But She found you that plush. That's that makes up. for It evens out. Send you the yeah, link, Derek. The 16-inch plush. Thank you. It's, oh, man. I will laugh if somebody comes up to you at PAX with a plush. I had a Renee plush. You know what? It's not. It wouldn't surprise me. We'll see. I just This is never going to die, and I'm going to have to be forever reminded of the horrible things my eyes saw uh, not too long ago. Uh, see, I, I, oh, man. Yeah, that was something else. I have to get this out of my mind. So... <laughs> thank you everybody we are at the end of the show thank you so much but uh, of course before we sign off we have to give an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above because without your support this show would not be happening uh three times a week we love doing this with you monday wednesday and friday and it is because of your support that we're able to do it at all and uh because we are having some technical difficulties today and we're not going to be rolling the, the producer credits as usual I'm going to, you know, do the do the thing I usually do when that's the case and read out all your fine names because you deserve it too. So here we go. Our producers are Jacob One, Kurosame, Mikhail Walburn, Felix Nebulus, Don Koopman, Kevin Online, Sonic Kurosaki, Nick Munger, Arcwing24, Ben Madrin, Chase Talbot, Ben Hannigan, Chickens, Roman Kilchinski, Joshua Wiseman, or sorry, Romsky113, Joshua Wiseman, Iggy Coop, Kieran Doss, Feeling Dreepy, Meowsticks, Ariel H, Blindman, Ryan Sardon Keller, Black King, Shuckle 25, Darts, DJ Andy D, Tiptoe, Alex Rodriguez, Pedro Vasquez, Tony, Albie the Floof, Ian Seabach, 
Ben Frick, Ben Morelli, Emil, Farina Reneus, Andy Chung, PK Gaming, Legend of Jess, Natasha Smith, Shoichi, Chris Lewis, Daniel Cod, Bo Blacks, Gold Lichting, Matthew Miller, Smoko 13, Rings of Saturn, Michael Abuda, Akil P, Hello World, Alan Leung, Helen Kincannon, Kristinton 2025, Tomo the Cabot, Coops Crib, Toast Cross Dimensions, I love that name, Just Cliff, Nicholas Van Roven, Dean Evinger Jr., Darksteel01, Chip Damage Mike, DJ Jurassic, Abisola Osaini, Jeff Ed, Ghost Wolf, Jack Hines, Blazestar, Blazestar25, Inferno Cali, Maddie, Tom Chimiak, Jax, Screamo Shaman, Willow Pingree, and finally, Gasan Abunura. Thank you all so much for your incredible support of TNT and for helping us make this show happen. And as always, an extra, extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, awesome, incredible folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Etiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Pagrima, Ken Rule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Showmix, Andrew Medeiros, Joseph Bayer, Oram M, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deaneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hubie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi, Steve's Bomb. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Darik, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Frayhem, Mason Riley, Keel, and finally, last but certainly not least, Titus Malvolio. Whew, that was a lot of names to read, you guys. Thank you all so much. I love reading these names at the end of each of, of my hosting episodes. Uh, I am just truly humbled by all of your support. We all are. Thank you so much. Uh, if you are curious about how you can support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. We have a variety of tiers 
Uh, you can support us at ranging from $1 a month, which gets you into our Discord community, uh, all the way up to $400 a month, where you can sponsor an episode of TNT like Freyhem did today. Uh, but we offer a bunch of price points with a bunch of cool perks in between those two extremes as well. So check us out on Patreon. But even if you can't do that, you just support us here on YouTube. That's fine. We love you all the same. If you could just drop a like, subscribe to the channel, ring that notification bell. We'd really appreciate it as we seek to you know, grow and grow. Every little bit truly does help. Uh, with that said, we don't exactly know what Friday's episode of TNT looks like yet because, again, Steve and I will be at PAX, so stay tuned for news on that. We're not quite sure yet, but we'll be bringing you all sorts of content and streams from PAX regardless of TNT or not. So we'll see what happens, but uh, we'll see you next time, whenever that is, either Friday or Monday, for the next episode of Today's News Tonight. Until then, everybody, good night and good vibes.